from the inauguration of Chris Armas. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. I can see the lights glinting off his head. Raise your voice. Oh, wait, is that Michael Bradley or Bill Manning or which 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 one is it? That's my president. Oh, well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that is so happy to be recording on this momentous day. Momentous because it's our first show of 2021. Finally. I know. And they said it would never happen. But is is the day of recording the momentous day or the day it gets released the momentous day? Every day is momentous Every on day's the momentous Vocal Minority Podcast. Exactly. Podcast. Mm-hmm. This is true. It flies across. It's just, it's just, you know. Um, a lot has happened since our last show. It's been what, like a month, almost a month. Um, and as we make our way through lockdown to Electric Boogaloo here uh, in the Ontario area, uh, trying to figure out what the world of football, you know, here in Canada and North America looks like for the coming months and this next year, somehow, or maybe just because we've been away for a while, there does seem to be a lot going on and a fair much talk about them. So we've got. A uh, bunch of CanCon, uh, both the men's national team, women's national team, the Canadian Premier League, uh, some MLS stuff, uh, and actually some TFC news, and tiny, tiny little smidge of world footy just to top things off. Uh, so let's get to it. Uh, he's back and still irritated by the EPL. It's Duncan Fletcher. Always irritated by the EPL. <laughs> It's true. It's not my still. It's a, it's a, it's a, it really is a constant, isn't it? Mm. You're right. It was a fair Although bit, I'd, too. I'd, I'd say, like, for, for now, my main concerns today, at least, is more like doesn't relate to everything. Just like, oh, we played one game. The table's updated. There's a new team at the top of the table. Wow, this is amazing. Oh, then another game got played. Oh, there's a new team at the top of the table. It's amazing. <laughs> Fuck off with this shit. Do these updates once a week. We don't need, you know, so he's got Daz and disdain. Yes. Yeah. Usually which reserved is, for Tim Sherwood. Which is mainly caused by you know, the, the stupid fucking schedule. Uh, whereas, you know, they only ever play one game at a time, the fuckers, and, and treat it like it's a big thing. Yeah. Well, that's a show hype. this week. Down with hype. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. After his 12th hour of work, uh, he's here to record our nonsense. Welcome to Mark Hinckley. Yeah, I fucking love my work. We know you do. You just work here, right? Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Does it end? Also, where the fuck have you guys been for a month? Really fast. Okay. Where have you been for a month? I've been stuck in this room for Christ's sakes. Let's... (laughs) (laughs) Let's try and lift things up. Oh, wait. Uh, Spurs are being Spurs. So, you know, the new year is the same as the last. Say hello to Tony Walsh. This is what VMP is about. Also known as the justified ancients of Mista. <laughs> Furthermore, known as the jams. <laughs> oh, Spurs are clearly history's biggest monsters after that. Oh, right, they beat Brentford and I thought, you, I thought you meant the KLF. 
<laughs> oh, they're gonna rock history's you. greatest monsters. Mm. Yes. Yes. Seems, seems slightly a bit over the top, perhaps. Um, as for me, I think I've watched everything that's available on the streaming services that I have, and I've started rewatching things. Help anyone? <laughs> I am your host, Kristen Knowles, and now this week's show. And we'll be right back after these messages, fellas. Grab your nutsacks, cheeks, squeeze your breasts. When all that grown is still funny, like going to the store on your own with rainbow money. Since then, had an insane flow, sunny. Walking to the corner, rhyming in the rain, nose runny. Break dancing, maybe ten. Bummy is when Sub Rock would run up handspring, Arabian summy. Ooh, like a Hong Kong fooey kick. Or a weekend afternoon karate movie flick. Slept good, no justice, no peace. Woody kept it hoodie, never discussed it. With Great news. So much news to catch up on, as I mentioned in the intro. Um, and hopefully, you know, we can have a bit of a chat about some of the things, but we just want to like try and get right into some stuff. So we're going to start with CanCon. And yeah, after hardly anything happening in Canadian soccer uh, for several months, and certainly nothing really with the national teams other than uh, the women's side getting a new coach, but no players to coach at the moment. Uh, things are happening. So the men's team are in camp. The women's team have a tournament coming up as well as hopefully going to some sort of Olympics this summer. Uh, the National League has a plan for the year. Like it's just everything is happening at once. So for the men's national team, they are currently uh, at a camp in Florida um, and just getting basically prepared as they look ahead to the World Cup qualifiers um, and the men's Olympic qualifiers uh, this March. So we've got a camp that is mostly kids because, or, or not all kids, but a lot of kids plus, you know, North American soccer players because anyone who's playing overseas right now stayed with their teams, including a few players that originally had been called to this camp, but as some COVID conditions have worsened, um, you know, players have decided to stay behind or they're doing really well with their teams. Um, a couple players got injured, unfortunately, which was one in particular is a, is a rather, rather sort of disappointing thing. Um, but you've got all these players together, some of whom will feature in the coming months. Um, you know, some are going to be more on the Olympic side. Some are going to be more on the World Cup qualifying side. But it's been, it's been a year. It's been over a year or just about a year, I think, since maybe a year to the day almost when they started the camp since uh, the men's team in any form were together. It's as if there was a reason they haven't done anything. I know. It's amazing how that works, right? Well, but everybody hey, else is playing Duncan. What are you talking about? But hey, you know, it's a good job that that reason's over and done with now. So everyone can mm -hmm. just like mm. decamp to Florida. Mm. Well, Super wrong. safe there. What are you talking about? Right. The safest. It mm -hmm. is totally the mm -hmm. absolute, I feel confident. Totally worth. Safeness. Totally They've got drive-in vaccines, crocodiles. Mm -hmm. Mm. No alligators. Crocodiles. Do they have drive tiesta? in? Yeah. Vaccinated. They, they definitely alligators. have Tiesta. Okay. But yeah, totally worth it for the sake of an intra squad scrimmage and then a scrimmage against a team from the States. Yeah. Woo. Root. Woot. Anyhow. Sorry. Anyhow. Oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's, 
Duncan, that is why you're here. A mm. um, couple sort of notable things from this camp, uh, not in terms of like who's featuring well or anything, although, um, you know, you can go on to Canada Soccer's Twitter feed or their Instagram. There's lots of little videos and highlights. Um, but just uh, some of the people that got that got called, um, again, yes, some of them were called because this is, again, a very North American squad. Um, but, and some are getting options, uh, opportunities because of players that were injured. So you've got um, Amr Didich uh, from FC Edmonton uh, called back into camp again, which is great because he's been a, a standout uh, defender uh, in the KMPL and really, really good to see him getting more opportunities um, to, to, to come in here. Uh, Dane St. Clair, one of my favorite players, uh, the goalkeeper for the Loons in MLS. I adore him. And uh, Maxime Crepeau is probably still slightly ahead of him in the pecking order, but maybe not after last MLS season when you're looking at the, the keepers that have been called. Um, for can for uh, like for TFC, Noble Ocalo, who I is anyone sure. listens to the show knows that I'm a big fan of. But one of the things I guess that's been notable from some of the pictures from, from camp is that Noble Kello has been going to the gym because he is was a very tall, extremely skinny guy who looked like you could knock him over with a faint breeze. It does not look that way anymore. So he's taken some advice from some coaches in order to be far more formidable um, on the pitch. And uh, yeah. Good for you, Noble. Um, or maybe it was uh, Fernando Torres. Yeah. Oh, he's been mm -hmm. taking. Oh, yeah. he's got a new trainer. Yeah. I mean, have you seen that guy? Jacked. He's taking <laughs> Torres Max, the protein powder for winners. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also due to um, due to a, a, one of the players pulling out from injury, uh, Jaquil Marshall Rudy uh, has had an opportunity to join the camp. Uh, so one of the Jack. Young one of, the, one of the young TFC players. Uh, Ralph fucking Prizzo is there, right? Ralph Prizzo, the Come shuffleboard on, is there. Good, good for them. Good Tell for them. Qatar we're on our way. Yes. Yeah, I'm starting to think that dollar bet I place is probably not going to uh, pay out. But you also have to you have to look at this. this no, we don't have to camp. look at anything. Yes, you do. I'm going to make you no. look. Look. Look, goddammit. I won't look at it. <laughs> I just, just do it. New Year, same old demands. Vocal minority. <laughs> um, is that this this particular squad, this particular grouping of players, is is geared more towards Olympic qualifying as opposed to World Cup qualifying? You know, these are the more these are the more junior members of. Uh, yes. If you lower your standards like that, they'll never make the World Cup. They'll never learn. Womp womp. Considering more than half the players have been called up for the very first time, <laughs> go on, go play in the World Cup. Um, it's so not like the it? Olympics are going to happen anyway. Good point. Yeah. When, when is Olympic qualifying supposed to be happening? I mean, presumably you're supposed to be March. playing World Cup qualifying games sometime in March, in March or whenever. And oh, it all it all overlaps. There's not really there's, a lot of time for the Olympic qualification. It's a, it's a bogo as well. And, it's a Pretty bogo. Sure you, if you get one, you get the other. They're just okay. throwing it in. Yeah. yeah. But, um, uh, yes. Gotta love the optimism, though. These things will happen for sure. Exactly. Exactly. So one of the 
probably the, the, the most sort of like a number of players, like four or five had to, um, a couple stayed back with their national teams that have been called and they originally were coming. Um, but uh, a few players were injured after they had agreed to come to camp. So Liam Frazier from TFC. Oh. Um, Will get to play? Never. Um, Michael Baldissimo uh, and sort of the, the, the big one, the one we're going to talk about is Io Akinola. Michael and... Baldissimo sounds like the most bald Italian man. Yes. <laughs> Baldissimo. We need him to come play for TFC. He can join the ranks, you know, mm. like... He's not just uh, bald, he's baldissimo. So bald, he's never once had any hair anywhere <laughs> on his head or body, ever. Yeah, that's it's what not it that is. he had hair and he's gone bald. Yeah, bald, bald. Is just, bald is just having no hair on your head. Baldissimo is being completely fucking hairless. Yes, Mwah. for his entire life. Mm. Hey, hey, Baldissimo, um, we're going waxing. Want to come? Don't need to. You guys suck. <laughs> um... Anyway, so Iowa Cadolis, this is, in, this is, it's very unfortunate because this was, this was like, this was the big chance, right? This was the big camp that he was coming to, to see what Canada has to offer him as a player, because he still hasn't decided which country he's playing for at the senior level, right? And he, um, you know, he's had all these great conversations with John Herdman and um, was very upset when he had to call and, 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 you know, say he couldn't make it because of, whatever injury um or medical reason we don't know what and with world cup qualifiers and such coming up in two months was this it like is it do, do we consider maybe it's a blessing in disguise on uh on if he would have showed up to see hey to make sure you hit that sharp pass to ralph prizzo and like uh. yeah it might be a bit more impressive if he shows up and Alfonso fucking Davies is there and indeed uh, you know all the other good people. That might be a bit more persuasive. But you know, who knows? Will 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 he ever actually get? All that right, chance? you two, tone down the cynicism just a tiny little. Bit. I, it, no, but there's a shred of truth to it, though. Well, but you the, know, the, the, it, it, those those players are not going to travel right now. They're not coming back at the moment. They're in the middle sure. of their yes. But if he, but if, no one if he showed up, they should. Yeah, but I mean, if he showed up and this is you know like hey, he played as if he has got a like a decision. Not that, everybody that, that's in this camp doesn't feature regularly for the national know, but, team. But they're there trying are to make starters but, here. But a big part of inviting him is making an impression on him in person this time. So. Maybe sure, but how you might. organize your camp and how your camp works is a way to make an impression. Oh, you're putting brains in their heads. It's all about the Lambos <laughs> and Alfonso <laughs> Davies and mm -hmm. YouTube. Yes. And, and YouTube? TikTok, apparently. <laughs> yes, yes. What, is he going to be a big TikTok star by making a video with Ralph fucking Prizzo? No, no. Nobody watches Prizzo Vision. No. <laughs> you need Alfonso Davies for that kind of whatever clout yep. cachet mm. clout, clout yes. is probably better mm. yeah. um I, I i anyway i i obviously disagree with this approach yeah, but, to looking but, at his not going to the write. camp <laughs> how oh you know 
Oh, I, oh, that, wow, wow, that was such a I think we succinctly I think we succinctly put our points out there. <laughs> Let's have a discussion. Oh, you, you know why we're right. Just there. We're right. Done. S- sustained. Yes. Whatever. Whatever, John Laroquette. Um, I mean, you know, he obviously wouldn't burn. get a, a cap. Not even really. An, I'd love an, to be John Larroquette. Even some kind of unofficial non-captide cap from this because they're not actually playing a proper fucking game. It would, would he even get to keep the shirt? I don't know. I, what's the point? Is it even a cap or is it some kind of like Florida visor that says spring oh. break on it? <laughs> Pretty much. For me personally, I think I think it's a concern. I think it's too bad that he has not had this opportunity to come to this camp to see what Herdman's like as a coach because he's never had him as a coach to see how he organizes things, how he runs his team. Um, with this time constraint between now and you know the next meaningful matches, like again, when's he going to have this opportunity? He's going to have to make this opportunity. He's going to have to make this decision. And he's probably going to lean towards the U.S. unless someone is saying, hey, you know what? There's this many guys ahead of you um, in the U.S. pecking order. You're yeah, more but- likely to see time with the Canadian national team. Maybe not right this second, but going forward because there's guys that are aging out. The U.S. is not going to tell him that for one yeah, thing. Jonathan David, he's not going to be around for much longer. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle Laring, he's pretty much done. Like, you know, oh, we'll talk about him in a minute. The U.S. isn't going to say that to him. They're going to say he's going to have every opportunity to crack the lineup. What they're going to put forward to him is like, hey, remember the last uh, six of seven World Cups? Yeah, we were there. Oh, I know. That's why I think he's probably going to end up with the U.S. And I, I, I personally think it's too bad. I just, I, I think that this is like a sort of a perfect storm of, of course, this all happens, right? Like, he's, there's, you know, they've been trying to, I think Herdman's been trying to get him to a camp. You know, we've been... Canadian soccer fans of his have been trying, have been hoping he would make it to a Canadian camp. What's his um, other eligibility? Is it Nigeria? Yes. I hope he goes there instead. <laughs> he should just that would rot- be excellent. He should just rotate between all three, never actually play an official game that yeah. actually counts, but just play in as many friendlies as he can. And, you know, he's ends up at the end of his career. He's played like setting some sort of record times. for a number of. Yeah, internationals, yeah. 30 or 40 times for each particular country without ever being captied. That's yeah. that that's notable. That that's yeah. that's history. Score four or five goals uh, mm. when Nigeria plays San Marino in a friendly. Yeah. Sweet. Anyone can go out there and, and play, you know, one hundred times for one particular country, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, play like fifty times for three different countries. <laughs> that's special. That's 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 world record special. Yes, I mean, people are waiting. Yeah. You, you, you would have had to been in a couple war torn countries to be able to pull off the the uh, world world uh, representative triple threat there. Of- hey man, <laughs> Teal, somewhere in Teal, Teal Bunbury is listening to this podcast, going, "Damn!" <laughs> I hope it's a damn out of regret. So is Jonathan de Guzman. I mean, um, does he have like grandparents or this sort of thing? I mean, you know, after he's got a bunch for these three countries, move somewhere else, get citizenship. I'm sure Qatar gives that shit out just like that. Oh, buy a restaurant in Cyprus. Yeah. Then, you know, get it. Yeah, Cyprus, exactly. You could be on like five or six different international teams quite easily, I think. All Do right. it, I so not Do it. Neither of you will lament the loss of Iowa Canola to the U.S. national team. Oh, that, no, that, that, sure? that would be if, a shame. 
Yeah, it would be great if he played for Canada. It's not saying we won't lament him. We're 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 talking about the chances of him actually choosing Canada. Yeah, Dun- Duncan and I would choose Canada. Yes. Well, I'm glad the two of you would choose Canada. That's really great. Because we're patriots. Yes. Don't start. Because 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 that word is good now. Is, yeah, yeah. That's stop it. Um, yeah, I think. Well, we'll find out. I'm. We should, This is something that should be known within the next month. Would be my guess. Um, so good luck, Io. I hope you choose Canada no matter what, but. Good luck, nonetheless. But you're dead um, to, to her if you don't. You're totally no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. He's he's he's. I I don't I don't. Uh, no, that's no, what you said not, on air. That's what she says to everybody. No, no. No, until Stop you choose, then you secrets. are. You said um, you'd bring you'd bring the biggest carrot you could find to Bemo Field. You said. It, if that's an insult towards me, I don't understand. Like no, why? To- no, 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 no. <laughs> Redhead jokes. Talk. I mean. Okay. Which um, is that, that's an insult. Yeah, because shit, that shit's green. Yeah. So since somebody brought up uh, Kyle Laren, um, I don't talk about that. Kyle Laren, who I who I dislike intensely, and I'm never shy about saying that. Um, as a as a national team player, I he drives me insane. I hate it when he starts. He generally sucks as soon as you put him in a red jersey. Um, mm. Get behind you know, the boys. He had, he had a good. He a few years here in MLS with uh, with Orlando actually actually played well. He was a good player for them. Um, still terrible for the national team. Uh, and then he he left. He went overseas and he's been in Turkey and he's now playing for Besiktas. And it's taken a few years. He had um, there were some injury problems. There were some, I guess, adjustment issues. This year, however, things seem to have changed. Bang, Suddenly. Bang, bang, bang. He exactly. He is a goal scoring machine. Um, he's got like 10, 11 goals across all competitions for them so far this season. And he scored four and one a couple weeks back. Again, that team again. just knows how to play Canadians, man. Um, <laughs> More so than Canada knows how to play Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> Come to Besticas. Eh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not um i sort of forget that he's not that old like he's what he's 25 he's 25 um so it's not how old did you think he might be i don't know i i guess i've forgotten how young he was when he started in mls so i thought he was yeah i thought he was like maybe a couple years older not like i didn't think he was in his 30s but i think like more slightly more advanced into his 20s, where I didn't look at his progression at Beshkikas as something that was like, oh, this is still in a good chunk of, you know, a good section of his career. Like his career is nowhere near being over. Maybe, maybe I should some, I should, I should look at giving up my dislike for Kyle Darren because you know he's going to be called um, to the squad for World Cup qualifiers and I'm going to have to fucking deal with that. Maybe you gave up on him too early. Mm. You ever think about that? Give a guy yes, a maybe. Shut up. And I, if, if he turns up, that's cool. I, I put him behind David and Cavallini, and you know, Canada's got a lot of options up front. So he can be some guy on the bench. It might work. Why not? Who doesn't want to be some guy on the bench? Oh, 
That could be you, Iowakanoa. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Feels like a lot of Canadians are used to that, especially the ones in the TFC system. Hey, what are you saying, man? Ha ha! Truth hurts, fuckers. Blah blah blah. No, no, like I, like I, I mean, it, I find it very, it's, it's very. I've, I'm having to reconcile several years of dislike um, at, at even his presence on the national team to being like, well, maybe, maybe this isn't such a bad idea. You know, if I just, yeah, was I just too quick to judge? Have we yes. all just been too quick to? Well, you asked a question. It's true. You said, Um, have I been too quick to judge? I said. Yes. yes. (laughs) Don't ask a question. Am I the only only one that dislikes him this much or? Yeah, he's been shit for Canada for a long time. But Mm -hmm. that doesn't that doesn't mean disdain, like, you know, vitriol. I think vitriol is a step too far. Okay. Disdain, I'm, anyway, I'm comfortable with. All I would suggest, because, you know, as you said, he used to play well with Ottawa, with not Ottawa, Orlando, and was shit for Canada. So, ooh, no, he's playing well for Bastikas. Doesn't really mean anything. So mm-hmm. I would suggest keep your disdain, keep your vitriol until he actually does do something for Canada. Hold it close to me. Yes. Like, a, like, a, like a blanket, yes. Nourish it. Nurture it. <laughs> do you feel it's effort or it just... Until he shows you otherwise, I feel like I feel like. Do you feel it's effort, or he just it just didn't work? Because lots of great players, it just doesn't work with their national team. But then one day it just clicks. No, I felt very much it was effort. He always to me seemed very lazy on the pitch. A lot, very little movement. But then again, the few times I've seen clips from Bastika's matches, he does look more intent. Now that could be environment. Um, Because even he played for Orlando, it's an intense country. Mm-hmm. But even when he played for Orlando, I never looked at him and thought that is the hardest working player on the pitch. Like that's never my thought of Kyle Lahren. But especially when he plays for Canada, I'm just like seriously do something. Um, but you know, I've, 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 I'm, I'm well. I'm not, I'm not ready to give up. I'm not ready to give up my dislike just yet. But I'm trying to be slightly more open minded about it all. We'll see. Um, but yeah, Kyle Aaron, goal scoring machine for Bishtikas. So weird. I I would I figured it was gonna be a bust, but also happy for him. Like sure. I, I seriously thought he was just gonna get consumed by it all and just he'll be back playing USL you know in a season <laughs> yeah. or two. Oh and come on. He he used to play for Sigma. He'll end up at Hamilton. True. <laughs> well, True. Before, but before we had the camp, yeah, right. Who knew, right? But yeah, but that's just it. Like I, I mean, you know, had had a had a hot season or two in in, in Orlando, and you know what I mean. Like I just okay, I guess I I, I especially with strikers are just kind of finical. Or, or they're like it's a it's a funny beast in the sense that um, you could be amazing at Club A, but. That does not Club mean you... A. <laughs> Wait to hear the other place. But Club no, B. No, Club that should B. be a, that should be a, uh, a Canadian Premier League team. Oh, Club, Club A. A. Club, A. <laughs> Club A. Yeah, that's Club right. A. It's the, the Club America of the CPL. Yeah. And we can finally get we can finally get plaid kits. Yeah. The, the, there's no obvious geographical tie to it, but they no, can be like Team America. They can be like Team America. Canadian yeah. Premier League. Yeah. But uh, yeah, anyway, so I, I, and with like the, 
I suspect the Turkish league, much different than MLS. Mind you, every league seems to be vastly different than MLS. Um, like it's it it's it's a competitive enough league. It's, and when you're playing for one of the three big clubs over there, it's it's not like he's playing for one of the other gray mouse type teams. It's it's one of the big three. So there's hey, there's it's money. Crabs on sport. You know what I meant. I support Crabs <laughs> on sport. Uh, but. Okay, the big four, Tony, thank you. I stand corrected. <laughs> but like, because they have money, they can bring in talent because they can bring in talent. You're not competing against just some, you know, young Turkish striker. You're competing against guys who play at the World Cup for for countries you've heard of at World Cups who go far. Like, so it's, it's. I thought he was going to, he was just going to fizzle and, uh, you know, please that that is not the case. Uh, laziness for national team aside. All right. Now, time to the time for the women's national team. Yay! Everyone get excited. Uh, so, new coach, as we talked about uh, last year. God, it feels weird to say that. Um, and a new tournament coming up. I know. Uh, so, a couple other like little little random things. Uh, Shalina Zdorsky, if you don't know, is playing for Spurs and has been captaining uh, Spurs lately, which is awesome. Any reason for um, you to name drop, huh, Kristen? You just don't even hide it anymore. Oh, no. Why would I? Um, Jesse Fleming, who... Doesn't uh, play for Spurs. Doesn't play for Spurs. Yeah, no, no point talking about her because she doesn't play for Spurs. Yeah. No, she plays for Chelsea. But one of the things that's frustrating about her playing for Chelsea is that she's barely it's playing. Play she's, Spurs. Just, oh. she's getting garbage minutes. And it's, it's really annoying because she's such a good player. And I was really excited that she was going to play for, for Chelsea. And... She she's always on the subs bench. I think she started, she might have started once so far this season. Um, and she either gets subbed Lampard. on late in matches or hardly at all. So, anyways, continue watching in hopes that she gets to actually get some some regular minutes. Um, if you're not already using the uh, FA player, I highly recommend it. It's awesome. Um, and Steph Labbe. There's, there's quite a lot of like the English Premier League women's whatever they call it exactly on Sportsnet. Every now and again, you're kind of oh, they're showing these. So you know, you don't need any kind of fancy player. Just have Sportsnet. Well, it depends on what else is on though. Sportsnet will. Cable. Sportsnet online will you show anything else? Yeah. And if they don't have anything, TSN. I don't know. It's one of the two anyway. But yeah. yeah. No, no. Sometimes the, you can catch it there too. Things. This shows on there sometimes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Steph Labbe, who is, uh, I think, on this is her ninth team, um, has headed back to Sweden to play for FC Rosengard. So is she officially a journeywoman now? I believe so, yes. Mm-hmm. Second time in Sweden in the last four years, I think. Um, so good, good luck for her. Good luck to her. Um, but the women's national team with their with their brand new coach will be playing in the She Believes tournament for the first time ever. Ah. Is it real? Ooh. Oh. It so is if you if you that's believe a, enough, a, Tony, it's that's real. Good, yeah. that's a good joke. That's a so good one joke. of the worst named tournaments um, that is in the, it's in the States. Uh, four-team tournament. Uh, it's been around since it's not it's not very old. What 2016, I think, was the first year. We um, believe oh, you mean the 2016 She Believed tournament? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's past tense. Past tense. Come it's on, happened. it's, it's already happened. <sighs> you guys suck. Um, anyway, but. so 
Mark brought up a very important grammatical point. Mm -hmm. How dare you say he sucks? I'm 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 due for one. <laughs> anyway, if anything, this show is good with the words. Yeah. Yes, correct tenses matter, Kristen. Duties. Yes. So the She Believes Cup uh, starts on February 18th. Um, it only it doesn't run very long. Again, there's only four teams, so it doesn't take very long to get through all of the matches. Um, so it runs for approximately a week. And the again, the Canadian team, uh, the Canadian women's team have never played in it before. They usually um, go overseas, but obviously that's not happening right now. So uh, it's this year. The States is a good safe country. Nobody's dying over there. Yeah. Who wants to go to the Algarve? Mm. Mm. So this year. Is Australia uh, not Florida? running a tournament? Is New Zealand not running a tournament? Come on. No, they're smart. <laughs> ah. Anyway, so the Canadian Women's National Team will be playing in this tournament this year. Who else um, is involved? Well, the U.S. obviously, mm -hmm. uh, mm. Japan, and Brazil. Oh. Okay, mm -hmm. that's a good okay. journey. Yeah, that that's a high that's level. Uh, I would say Canada's probably favorites. Come. Oh, Last? Or yeah, I know. But top four, top four, certainly. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that yeah. is, but that is a good test. Easy. It's a good it is, measurement yes. for them. Um, heading into Olympic qualifying um, to see where they're measuring up now. And it's a good opportunity for their new head coach, who has been involved with the program before, to, um, you know, sort of sh figure things out, show what she can do, I guess. Um, so yeah, so that starts uh, in uh, just under a month. I'm not sure how games are being broadcast yet. However, I'm sure there will be lots of news about that uh, going forward. Probably, I'm hoping like TSN or Sportsnet would have it or, or maybe CBC. Um, but fingers crossed, we, we should be able to watch all the matches. Um, Canada's first match is on the 18th against the States. So that's the... You know, grr, the rematch, grr. Um, so just keep your eyes open for that. Uh, someone who will not be with the women's national team um, on the coaching staff anymore is Brianne Wilkinson. Huh. I know. So this is this sort of happened. It feels kind of sudden and a little a little odd. Um, so Brianne Wilkinson, who spent a number of years playing for the national team, uh, retired a couple of years back and has been working with Canada soccer, um, both with the national team, but also coaching um, a couple of the younger squads. And it looks like she's decided to leave basically because it sounds like maybe opportunities aren't being presented. Uh, I think she actually really wanted the head coach position. And even though Bev Priestman said, you know, I want you as part of my staff, I would love it if you would stick around. Um, she decided to look for other opportunities. So she's going to go work with the English national team as an assistant coach there. <laughs> and uh, mm -hmm. I feel like it's a little bit of a, a little bit of a swap because wasn't Bev Priestman? Anyway. Um, so yeah, so Rianne Wilkinson's going to uh, work with the uh, England program for now. And she's been pretty, you know, she's given a couple pretty honest interviews about it. But the one uh, that a lot of people are talking about um, was that she gave with uh, uh, 
uh, Radio Canada uh, about about the whole situation about about why she left and her and her time with uh, the program and what she wants to do next. But one of the things that a lot of people um, are leaning on or are really looking at, and and it's a really good thing to look at, is that she completely dragged the uh, Canadian MLS clubs for not fostering um, uh, a path for women's play. Not they don't they don't have any NWSL clubs. They haven't tried to start something here, um, and you know we've all had. You know, we've heard the conversations, we've asked questions, um, at least of our local side. Hey, what's happening with the women's program? Oh, yeah, no, we're totally looking into that. As their voices trail off. Yeah. Um, pizza. Yeah, pizza, exactly. W- w- women's pizza, especially. Women's pizza is the worst. Oh, my mm. God. Don't need that. But you have, you know, and we've talked about this a lot, but you're hearing it more and more from prominent uh, current and former members of the women's national program uh, about having to about having to leave the country for opportunities, about not having that pathway. You know, like League Ten, League One Ontario has a, you know has some women's teams, and there's a little bit of stuff out uh, you know out west, but there's no clear pathway. There's obviously no national league, and there's no um, there's no professional teams here in Canada. And I think like, it's great that she specifically sort of put their feet to the fire and was like, you know, why are you guys not doing more? Like, why are you not doing more? You have the infrastructure, you have training facilities, you have connections, you have all this built right into to what you are and you haven't even made the attempt. And she is not wrong. No, well, mm-hmm. to do that, you have to preclude that they're good corporate citizens, good community members, you know, because there's a level of um, altruism that has to go with that because they're not going to do it. They're going to do it based on a financial model. That's what all three of these clubs are about. Right. And but the thing I'm not saying there's not a financial model. I think there is now where maybe there wasn't before. Um, but I mean, under the current circumstances, obviously, where the world is right now, uh, that's not going to happen immediately because I think all three clubs are probably feeling a lot of strain with with what's happened in the last year. But, I mean, going forward in the hypothetical of when things are normal again, um, you know, it's it's going to be because, well, at least let's speak for Toronto. It'll probably be because it makes them money. It's not going to be because they want to further the women's game. That's dead accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, they, there's, there's no incentive to do anything for the purposes of, like you said, good citizenship. Um, they won't, they won't budge unless it's almost a lock for them to make money or it's in their best interest. Making TFC two was in their best interest just from a development point of view. But look how many players they tied up in development, and. I mean, you could you could arguably say they kept them out of further development by getting meaningful playing time, um, just by hoarding them all, rotating them out. Like, I don't know. I just. Well, I mean, if you look at if you look at the countries who've done well in the last half decade or something, and especially the European countries, looking in, you know, England's grown quite in leaps and bounds in the last five years or so, and 
France and Sweden and you know other places with a very developed women's league they also have um, FAs who are very more involved with their pro clubs and very involved from ground up and make sure those the national programs and the teams which are all owned privately have more of a relationship and interaction in the CSA God knows what they're like they're doing it's like the professional side of the game in this country and them mm, you know it talks when they want to bust a union but does it talk otherwise yeah yeah that's a good point yeah that is a good point that there isn't you know still fighting to get the you know pfa cam recognized for the for the men's league um and you know the representatives from that union have spoken you know Quite, quite loudly and consistently about the need to um, support the women's game as well as the men's game and to, to put that forth. There's also, you know, there's a couple movements in um, uh, Toronto, Vancouver and Montreal for, uh, you know, a little ground grassroots organizing to get NWSL teams because the likelihood that a women's league is going to get started in the next five years seems slim to none yeah it seems seems really hard to imagine a a completely domestic canadian league at the beginning at the moment yeah 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 it would have to like if if the mls clubs wanted to foster a a woman's team it would be in the nwsl auspices you would imagine but honestly i would Mm -hmm. i would hope that it would be someone separate from the existing mls ownerships that took on uh the nwsl ownership there's, yeah, the I partnerships mean, it, in the states have been. But know, then you get a, but then you get away from um, infrastructure. Her, her and, argument with the infrastructure and the yeah facilities and the just well, what it what it takes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I thought mean, it was her argument. I'm sorry. One thing, yeah. you know, as far as getting MLSE involved in everything, is that one thing that might actually you know, prompt them to actually do something might be if some other group came along and said, "Yeah, we are going to do this." And yeah, we're going to be building a bit of a stadium and that sort of thing and all the infrastructure. And then, you know, ooh, I don't think MLSE likes, you know, other no. types of pizza or what have you. Yeah, if all of a sudden, oh, there's actually going to be a, a different stadium and facilities and that sort of thing and other people involved in this. That would, the threat of that is probably the only thing that would really... Uh, yeah. Incentivize them to say, well, no, 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 you, you can, be, can be part of us. Don't start something new. Can it be part of us? And yeah, the only the, the only threat they, they would understand is losing a market share. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that no. would that would be and that would be the audience that is built into to support a woman's team, which is I think probably the GTA substantial enough to financially, you know, um, sustain a team. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then if there's a if you know if there's a if there's a club, you know. A, Speaking of MLS sides getting involved and what's their incentive, if there's a club that needs to repair their relationship with the women's game, it's the Whitecaps. <laughs> I think it would take a little more than just make a club, but it would be a start, yeah. But like, you know, talk about, talk about incentive, you know, you're looking at, because, uh, you know, yeah, they look at, they look at money and they look at optics, right? What makes mm-hmm. us look good. Um, mm-hmm. and, and. Well, PR, those, PR is money, you know, like, yeah. 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 So so much leans on marketing these days. You know, we mm. lament we lament uh, how much marketing is is used in, in the in the men's national league here. So, um, getting MLS sides to to you know pivot on that for for women's teams, like it would just it would make 
such a tremendous amount of difference if there were Canadian clubs for the women. Um, mm. Ultimately, obviously a league, but you know, NWSL has been pretty stable. Um, they, their numbers have been growing. The quality of the soccer is really good. Their turn, their self-contained tournament last year was, it might still be my favorite one, although the Island games was very good, but I think the NWSL tournament, uh, was excellent. The quality of the, the soccer was very good. It was refereed well. Um, it was just, it was a lot, it was, it was very enjoyable. I, I watched most, if not all of the matches. So, um, like the interest is there. And, you know, one of the things I think that Wilkinson said in her interview and other female soccer players have said it and we've said it, um, you know, people go to the women's games. Like you look at the, you look at the attendance for national team games here in Canada, who, who gets the higher attendance, the women every time yeah. the last 10 years. And sorry, that, that yeah, isn't about there's a, there's an appetite for women's soccer or not that yes, yeah, because everybody wants to cheer for Canada. And yeah. Canada's good. Like mm-hmm. if, if the Canadian women's team had the same international influence as the men's national team, ask me that question again and it's a different answer. Yeah, yeah but agree, you yeah. have the, the players that Canadian soccer fans, women's soccer fans want to see playing in the States at the NWSL. Like how many, how many Canadian fans are there of the Portland Thorns because of Christine Sinclair? No, no, but, but that doesn't, I don't think that affects the, the attendance at a national it's, women's game. It's like, because no, no, as no, no. I'm saying trans, I'm saying translating into uh, well, I mean, that, yeah, so. yeah. I mean, you could say you could take uh, you. Would, I wouldn't expect like the numbers you get for the national, but even if you took a chunk of that, you'd be healthy enough with the low salaries and a low overhead of a, a woman's team. Like, yeah, it's it's there. The the, the the finances are there probably, but the impetus is difficult because it, it's not it's not mountains of money to be made. Would the finances be there to be you know, having? Canadian national team players playing in this league. I mean, obviously, we look at like the Canadian Premier League. You know, they're not attracting the high-level Canadian players. Yeah, would, I think that would, that, would, that, a, I, would a women's league be attracting those? You know, you say how many people are Portland Thorns fans because of Christine Sinclair? Is mm-hmm. the Canadian Premier League going to be playing a Christine Sinclair level superstar? Is that the sort of thing they're going to be able to afford? I think even if it was an I was talking about the like the having NWSL teams here mm. and th- therefore but having you, those mm. Canadian players playing for the NWSL sides here in Canada as opposed to although again I do we do need a women's league I just know that's not going to happen like I said but that but that ship that ship may be sailing as well though with the increased amounts of money they're being offered to play in Europe like the, the days of, of like being able to attract like the top Canadian women's player in a, in a hypothetical well, there's, Toronto there's a, team. There's a split right now between where, between where they play. And I think some of them like, yeah. like, so, so Jesse Fleming's a great example, right? Like, yeah, she's playing for Chelsea, but she's barely playing. You know, she yeah, could but, be, but, she but, could but be they, getting major minutes for an NWSL side. Um, yeah, I don't but, know but what she's but, getting but, paid for. Well, that's the thing. They're, they're still, they're still professional athletes and they'll go where the money is. Some players will go for the money, and some players will take less money to play closer to home. Really? Well, that's that's a double standard. You'd never. I, I wouldn't expect I, a, a, I, a men's club player to, to do that. But you, you, we've seen men's club players do it. How many? I don't have a list. Well, you should bring a list of the next Where's show, and then we'll talk about this. Jesus Christ. Tony's got a list. Go ahead. I do. Yeah, go for it. W- which list do you, would you like me to refer to? I'll go through the anal's. Um. 
best dance tracks 1994 to 1997. Mm, yeah, that's Much good. Dance 96. Um, that, I, I, feel, I feel like we've gotten really spun around in yeah. this conversation about whether or not we, 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 we we agree with what Rianne Wilkinson is saying in terms of she's, no, what she's, our thoughts are about oh, she, there being the need for women's clubs. And she's absolutely correct. To foster that. Yeah, absolutely need, sure, correct. But and I don't. And the thing is, this is that, I, and I, I tend to feel like it's funny that she she leaves the Canadian, you know, the, the CSA, and does it. But the CSA are the catalyst for any of this to happen. I can't expect. Like how much how much legwork did the CSA do to get MLS to Canada? Zero. Really? Like truly, how much did they do? They had Any, sort of a, a little sort bit? of a sort of a plan to build the national soccer stadium. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was yeah, that yeah. under twenty World Cup and the national soccer stadium was a big yeah. part of why that, MLSC okay. decided. All right, well, we'll get the, in on this and because the stadium wasn't going to cost them anything. Yeah. very little. Yeah, that's 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 mm. that's publicly funded. Like, yeah, that didn't cost anybody anything. But at the same time, too, like it wasn't. They weren't exactly docking down doors going, hey, does anybody want to start a Canadian soccer or sorry, a, a major league soccer team here? Mm-hmm. That was. They famously, was... I, I forget the commissioner's name. Uh, it was the one before Kevin Pipe uh, famously said it wasn't the job of the of the CSA to promote professional teams in Canada. Hmm. Well, unfortunately, he is wrong. Yeah. And they are wrong. Because... And, and, yeah. And that's a whole other just like like if you want to have a national league it's like and you want it to be done air quotes Mm -hmm. with the best interest of of soccer in mind it should be coming from the csa but the csa works in fairness this was the night you know a long time ago when that quote was said it was it was infuriating but it was the 90s obviously they i think they've changed their attitude but to what mark says yeah they have to be they they have to be the ones like knocking on doors and making a uh a case for it and showing that it could be a um because you it's gonna have to make sense financially so you know they would have to be showing prospective owners that look this is a good idea you can make x amount of money with this if we do it like this and yeah it's they're not they're not going to do it from the goodness of their heart if our existing soccer clubs weren't like the community ones some of them weren't so based on you know making more money than last year we there's enough there's enough big clubs in and around the country that you could have a degree of professionalism domestically we wouldn't have had to go and get a bunch of you know parachute billionaires to come in and try and resurrect a thing for their own money making you know machinations we could have we could have the infrastructure but there's no there's no there's no pressure from Oakville Soccer Club to get any kind of professional thing off the ground Though they could probably afford it, they could probably afford a brand new stadium that seats eight thousand people, that has got a tunnel club that would make BMO blush, and <laughs> and it they, there's that would that's like it's there, but because they're not interested in being any more than say a launch pad for kids to go get scholarships, and then pay and then getting everybody's parents to pay thousands of dollars to play for the rep teams. Here we are. This is what it is. CSA is not leading, so I don't I don't know what the solution is, but it's going to well, take twenty years to fix. It's gonna it, it 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 never gets fixed right away. It takes it takes ages, but it does take, you know, again, national team players speaking up and out, supporters speaking up and out. Like it does it does have to come from somewhere. It's not just going to magically appear. So 
we're probably going to keep, well, not probably going to keep talking about it. We're going to keep talking about it. Um, so, there. Lady Forge. No. And another thing that Rianne Wilkinson Forge brought Jets. up in that Radio Canada interview, uh, you know, there actually is a Canadian league that, that's right there. Why are none of them employing women coaches? Yeah. It doesn't have to be a women's league to provide coaching opportunities for women. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That that is that is an yeah that that, that is an excellent uh, point that I had I had glossed over. You are correct, Mr. Duncan. Mm-hmm. Point um, Duncan. Yes. Whatever. But yeah, for now, yeah, good for you, Rianne Wilkinson. Go over to England. You'll be part of the national team there. You'll make lots of contacts. There's plenty of teams there. You've probably got a lot better chance of getting, say, a head coaching job at a club team there than you ever will in Canada. So good luck to you. Concur. All right. Oh, my gosh. So much CanCon. Uh, CanPL. Actual CanPL news. Not that there hasn't been, like, little drib drabs of CanPL news um, with player signings and um, that sort of thing. Oh, one thing I did want to uh, mention is that if you go to um at jerry underscore on the twitters and we'll post this in the in the show notes um jerry wernig he's a, a, a halifax uh he's a wanderers supporter has this amazing ongoing spreadsheet that shows who's signed for every team right now what their contract situation is domestic u21 international it's fantastic so um We'll post the link for it, but if you're trying to stay caught up on what's happening with not just your team, but other clubs, this is a really cool resource, um, and I highly recommend it. Um, but KMPL, the, the, the commish, our, our not-so-favorite person, um, penned an open letter to the CPL fans, thanking everyone for their, for their patience, and, oh, we're so excited about this year, and we're creative and adaptive anyway um basically basic outlines for a 2021 season which is exciting the fact that they you know they've they've, they've, you know they're trying to come up with something um that will work they've pushed it a few months into the future um rightfully uh and maybe they might even be a little too uh too optimistic in terms of when this is starting um but they haven't talked about (laughs) maybe Maybe so. Maybe they, have their, maybe they have invented their own vaccine. Oh, um, perhaps the, uh, the the I don't even know what to call it. Uh, Canvax. Um, sure. Yeah. Why not? Trips off the tongue. Um, so, and they do, and you know, underscore if health authorities say it's safe to do so. Um, they're looking at starting the season the weekend of May two four. So. Um, Cancel those camping plans. Go to matches. Camping. Wait, you probably can't go to matches. Go camping with good Wi-Fi. Toss um, off those toss off those masks and head up to York University. <laughs> um, they are looking to do social uh, vesting in the stands, guaranteed. Marketing. That, that should be that should be mark, Yeah, that should be York yeah. United's new yeah. like marketing the, line. You know? The only COVID safe club in this because <laughs> we come care to our, come, come to our games 
physical distancing guaranteed. Yeah. Um, Forge want you to die. (laughs) (laughs) I've had my suspicions. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, I think the Forge crowd, you could spread them out in that stadium and, you know. Use the upper decks, maybe, yeah. Yeah, if if you don't all have everyone just in one little bit chunk of it, then. But they they are, but that's what they're doing. You know why? Because they want you to die. <laughs> the cameras won't get good shots otherwise, Duncan. Jeez, they, need to feed, they need to feed sparks somehow. Yeah. Well, the funny part is, is that I, I, I've heard that with the season ticket patches, uh, packages that they're going to offer a scuff that says, you know, forge until I die. So there's, mm-hmm. there's some truth. <laughs> they, they, just, they just don't tell you that it's going to be that their hand too soon. It's like, it's like, it's a slogan. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a slogan too. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Jeff is um, people. They, <laughs> they are looking to um, um, have a full 28 game season. So that's that's exciting. Again, that they're, they're being ambitious but optimistic at the same time. Obviously haven't released any kind of schedule yet because this is still quite nebulous, but like they've they've got a good word. Starting. Excellent. Nebulous. Wow. Cloudy. This this show is classy in 2021. Yes. <laughs> um, and then one of the other things, other than a potential start date and number of games, is something that we talked about uh, last year. Um, is having more minutes for the U21 players, and um, one of the requirements uh, that and players that are under the domestic players that are under the age of 21. Um, had to be pl- had to play a minimum of a thousand minutes. So mm. this year, um, it's uh, fifteen hundred minutes, and you know, so the, and and that's good, giving more opportunities um, to the younger players. And it, it, it is good. It is good, but how do they like? <laughs> but like, how does it? I don't know. Like it, it's, I... it's 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 a threshold that's been met easily. Like it hasn't okay. been. It's not yeah. been a struggle. Maybe one, I think one team has struggled. Mm. Um, but uh, <laughs> last year, yeah. Yes. I, that, that was my only point. I was wondering, I wonder if it, it would affect like the competitiveness of any said team. I haven't, to be fair, I didn't pay attention to how many teams had that threshold if they had any problem with it. But yeah, it was uh, that struck me really. Like, oh, it's kind of like participation uh, mandates, but. If you if I, I will trust you, Kristen Knowles. If you say no team had problems, you reach out. So mm. you, you, you only need to have one really good player. And you know, True. that player plays Yeah, it's not it's yeah, like it's it's sixteen it's games. Hey, you've you're you're covered. Uh, see, I'm, 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 I misunderstood. I, I thought it was uh, like a for every under twenty one domestic on your roster had to play a certain amount of minutes. No, no, it's 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 it's, it's across it's across it's a it's combined playing time. But I think that's also one of the reasons why they why they raised it to ensure mm. that your young More players than. were at least getting the opportunities. And one of the things, and again, you know, it's it's PR from the league, but it's at least somewhat semi valid. No, no, well that, that makes more that, sense then. That makes more sense. I thought I thought it was like for each individual player. Yeah. No, no, it was what I was gonna say is is that um they've already had you know, several of their young players or U21 players um, be sold to mm-hmm. overseas clubs already. So this sweet is... meats. Those are sweet meat. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, but it, it's, you know, that's something that CanPL obviously wants to be. They want to be a selling league. Um, you know, they want to develop the Belgian, the Belgian pipeline. Exactly. Mm. Um, but it's, I think it's good that they've raised the threshold and it's not a, it's, again, it's not unachievable. Um, and it does sort of, it does help to keep the, you know, keep a highlight on some of the young players, but it's not such a high threshold that it's to the detriment of other players. Now, if you had a Belgian pipeline though, chocolate, that stuff they put on frites or some kind of lager. I don't know. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. That would be the three choices of of a Belgian pipeline. There's, I know there's at least one or three people who are going to be like, it's not lager. It's blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, sorry, I'm not the beer person. Whatever. Yeah. I was going to say, don't even listen to this, but at least one of them does. You're right. Yeah. A wink. Uh, the yeah. frites, I, you know, Belgians are they're into. Uh... Yeah, I said the frites sauce, that yeah. goop they put on it, okay. that mayonnaise stuff. Okay, cool. Which is delicious. So there um, you go. So is that there's your pipe? Yeah. I think I'd take the chocolate pipe. That that's the glue that holds everything together. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's 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 nice to have some 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 you know some some campiel news, some something tangible to to look forward to and you know you know it'd be really good for an under 21 domestic player what a union oh, go on don't be ridiculous they don't need anyone helping them they can yeah. speak for themselves they're grown-ups looking for looking out for their best interests collectively what they don't need a union sucking away their money via those evil union Jews. Whispering so in their ears that they have, yeah, they have rights and they should be paid a fair just wage. Just to and... fill the union hall full of trinkets and beer kegs. Yes. Yes. I would totally Flashy visit the football players' and... union hall. I would absolutely <laughs> go. Staying at moderately priced hotels instead of, you know. I, I imagine... Oh, you're, too, you're too good for travel, uh, Jay. <laughs> I, I imagine it like the... Um, uh, what do you call it? Like the uh, the veterans halls, yeah. Where that they have, you know, they'll have like spaghetti dinners every Tuesday, and you know, a bar open on you know every Saturday. It's like, yep. yeah, yeah, you know what? I'd go and support the players' union bar. Yeah. Let's go do this. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that... Old Craig Forrest in the corner there talking about <laughs> Ipswich. No shit. <laughs> Somebody get that man a beer. Uh, yeah, that that is definitely something that needs to continue to be uh, a focus for 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 fans. Um, I know it's sometimes more difficult for supporter groups to to join that fight just because of links to clubs and stuff. But whenever you can, guys, it's awesome when you do. Um, I think you think a supporters group would be all about a collective. Well. Mm. Mm. I would hope, but and and mm. I think behind the scenes, most of them are. Um, it's I it's anyway. That's that's not what I, the discussion I want to get into right now. Um, but yeah, that's definitely something that everyone needs to keep uh, pushing the league on, bringing up um, because it it is massively important. And when you've got players making so little money. Um, to, to stay home and, and instead of going overseas or trying to go somewhere else or, you know, looking at a different career. Um, yeah, it's, it's uh, especially with what happened this past year in terms of what happened with their wages. And anyway, um, there are still players, you know, you still have, we still have 
from what I understand, um, the vast majority of the players in the league are for this and have signed union cards. Uh, it's just a matter of pressure on the league and on Canada soccer to uh, have it recognized. Marcus Haber's yeah. still got two years to pay off his Toyota Camry. Come on. We're running out of time. <laughs> rise up. You've got to rise. Rise up. You wake up and rise. All right, time for a little bit of MLS news. <laughs> and one of the things that we're going to briefly talk about, um, it's happening tomorrow, day after recording. Um, we didn't bother waiting because we really don't care that much. It's the super draft. The draft, mm. it's so super. Um, as the years go on, this draft becomes more and more, maybe controversial is the wrong word, but less and tiresome. Less uh, less and less super. There we go. Yeah. It's just so-so. It's the so-so draft. Um, but especially this year when hardly any college soccer was played, um, I think only one conference even tried. Most stuff has been shifted to spring. Like, honestly, what is the point for the majority of, of these players who haven't had a season? So, you know, unless, especially if you're in your, you know, first couple of years, People are keeping most people are keeping books on you for you know the last four years of your, your your playing time you know high school into college whatever and it just sort of seems a little weird but also again as the years go on the number of players coming through the draft that um, that stay with their teams that stay with the first team that even stay uh, playing the sport. Uh, has seems to you know is dropping because more teams are relying on academies their own development that sort of thing um and you know tfc has obviously been very hit and miss yes they you know achara was their pick from last year it's not his fault that he's injured so it's the ncaa's fault it's totally the ncaa's fault Mm -hmm. um although i did i did like nick hagland uh posted a picture of himself on instagram from when TFC drafted him um and uh he yeah, well he actually looks exactly the same Nick Hagelin doesn't age so um but you know you look at TFC's what what they've accomplished through the draft um and yeah there's been some they've had some good players but like players that are still with them not necessarily drafted by them um yeah, they've got they've got players on their team that came up through the draft process, but a number of those are MLS vets who were you know drafted some time ago when the draft was a more impactful thing when it was the way to get players right. Um, you know, that I believe was that's your... Club de Footful. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, I think it's because it was the only way because yeah. you know there Where else wasn't were you that long them? ago. No MLS club had an academy really not that yeah. long ago so. And this year, like TFC, I don't think TFC have any first round or second. I think I don't think they have a pick until the third round. So great. There goes my super draft party. Sorry. Um, but so my question is, uh, so so Philadelphia Union 
who have, again, we, we talk about them a lot just because they've been a lot of fun to, to sort of watch and experience these last few years. As they, I don't as find they... them fun at all. <laughs> Damn them <laughs> and their quality football. <laughs> um, but they've really, one of their, one of their things is they've really been relying on, on developing their own players in their academy so much so that for the last two seasons, they've given away all of their draft picks. Uh, last year, they gave them all to FC Cincinnati if they hadn't already traded them away to somebody else. This year, they gave them all to Nashville and put up a rather amusing tweet about it. Um, a little strange, but amusing nonetheless. Um, and are just saying, yeah, screw you. We're done. We're good. We got what we got. Um, so think, TFC, think of the money they'll save on like hotels and all that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Exactly. Mm. I assume calls. it's I, I assume it's a virtual super draft this year, right? That would be disappointing. Nice I mean, this is really going to be the highlight of these young guys' careers. To be, I know, putting know, on the and, scarf, yes, putting on the scarf, on, and standing mm-hmm, next to mm-hmm. on the scarf as he tries to remember to their names. Yeah, ah. I, I imagine that the the top the top thirty players were all FedEx, one of each scarf. Yeah. <laughs> And just, and just ask and to just, just and just have them yeah. laid around the room and make sure you pick up the right one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just just toss away the ones who haven't picked you and leave all the other ones in front of you. Have your have your dodgy uncle holding them all. Yeah, and if you if you return the unused scarves, they'll send you back the jersey that you could hold up that says twenty that says twenty one on the back with your name on it. Yeah, for yeah. the draft year, so you can take that terrible photo and and then send it off. So. Social media media can send it, send it out, and, mm. and then you you'll always have that that one jersey. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Right? Yeah, Bef- before you Precious head off the USL two. Yes, <laughs> you you can kind of prop it up in your office at the local car dealership after you retire from football <laughs> at age twenty two. Come on down to Nick mm. Hagler and Nick Hagler's Chevrolet Olds. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll head you in the right direction. Oh dear lords. <laughs> um, so my question is, is should TFC do what Philadelphia is doing and just be nope. like, you know what? Fuck the draft. Here's nope. we'll trade picks for the money. You know, yes, we're the one of the richest clubs in MLS, but who doesn't like more money? And uh we'll just, you know, we'll continue to grab through other means. And then we'll just keep bringing our academy kids up since that's one of the things that we like to talk about as a club over and over again that we do this. No, we, love, we love promoting guys from the academy. Mm. Don't like playing them, but promoting them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can't even promote those guys. There's no point bringing new ones in. But, you know, there is a point in uh, drafting people for comedy. True. The name, the name, the names are always fantastic. Yes. Don't trade it away. Draft beer. Jack beer. He's one of the options that's out there. Oh, go on. Ooh. <laughs> this would be a super draft. Yes. Foamy, but it'd be, you know. Uh-huh. Also, TJ Bush. Oh, like, yeah. Come on. Mm. They go together. <laughs> uh, Mitch Guitar. He's going to Nashville. Yeah. Come on, coach. Nash- play, the, play the guitar. Play the guitar, coach. <laughs> what position does he play? 
on on a, on a similar Space. kind of terrorist <laughs> coach uh, interaction thing. Put some ketchup on it. Uh, Joshua Jackson ketchup is. Uh, Wow. Oh, I forgot about him. Well. Yes, yes, yes. I meant so, to bring uh, him up. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. so many levels of that name. Yes. Holy, that's his full fucking name. That's Joshua his Jackson that's his name. Ketchup. There's also, no. well, I like, and then and then there's 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 Kiva. Casey's got ketchup. So all the all the you know, all the all the all the EPL fans will just love him because he's already got like a proper nickname, right? They won't have to give it to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's you know, comedy. You know, the, Oh, okay. Let's All think right. about so, it as anything other. Than oh, that. here's the Canadian player, Maples. Oh, lovely. He's not Canadian, but that's mm-hmm. that's who one of the Canadian teams should take. Son of Marla. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> okay. Topical. So, I was yes. gonna say, ooh, look at you. So, 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 Duncan, if if I'm understanding mm-hmm. this correctly, yes. you're saying that we should at least keep the draft, which for reasons you've just outlined, I am mm-hmm. fully behind. Yes, but as far as TFC being a part of said comedy show. Um, I don't think it's necessary. <laughs> I mean, as long as like as long as Toronto's exclusion slash trading in for cash does not result in the end of the comedy draft, then um, uh, then I say take the money and run and let other people draft people with silly names. You guys, you guys, you guys, Danny Trejo. Shut up. No. Trejo? No. <laughs> Dead serious. No. Daniel wow. Trejo from nice. California. He's a forward like. Please, someone draft this guy. Oh my God, I know nothing about him. I, I not even a clue. But um, I was just, I was just, I was just scrolling through, looking at all the, all the, all the siblings that seem to be in this year's draft because there's a lot of them. Yeah. Um, if if mommy and daddy can afford to send one kid to a sixteen thousand dollars a year soccer camp slash clubs set up, they can afford to send all of them. But uh, yeah, Danny Trejo. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Shit. Okay. That's fucking amazing. So we've decided super draft to keep. Yes. Yeah. Keep super draft. Just don't draft anybody from it. Does the name Dilly Duca not entertain you? It will always no, entertain you, me. You need one TFC to draft these people. And then, you know, during preseason, oh, maybe they get a little bit of notice here or there. And then eventually, another month or so afterwards, you dump them or trade them somewhere else. Let's keep these people in the local news cycle so that we keep talking mm-hmm. about them. Yes. Ketchup shows he's got the mustard. <laughs> yeah. Fans relish his return. <laughs> Score uh, undoes three defenders on his way to, on, on his way to a, a, a worldly goal. Uh, what a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the actor, Joshua Jackson, but with ketchup. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, wait, hold on. I'm going to send you. Fans All right, love so we're... beer. Fans love bush. I... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Why dear. won't TFC play the guitar? I, there's so many ways for yeah. fans or media to get involved with all of these yeah. things. Guitar solo effort oh. leads to victory. <laughs> there's, a, there's, 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 there a, there's another, there's yes. another Pulisic. I wonder if uh, related. I would mm. absolutely like if I was going to do this. Like, I would try and get them all. Yeah. Like I, I don't want, I don't want Danny Trejo. I want Danny Trejo and Ketchup on the same team. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want Danny Trejo. I'm yeah. a beer bush guitar. Yeah. <laughs> now there's a midfield three. I would be proud to beer own bush guitar, every yeah. one of those shirts. Mm. Yeah. And what about when this beer guy eventually, you know, somebody's going to get sent off? Jack off, says the headline. <laughs> Here loses his head. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're finally capped for 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 national team. Yeah. <laughs> you're capped for national team. Well, he is a domestic. <laughs> oh. Beer the hipster's choice. Um so he's got to go to Portland then. No, uh so yes. So the draft is on. We'll we'll find out what happens. We'll talk about the draft next week if TFC well, no, We won't. Play. We'll just talk about some names. We won't exactly. talk about the draft. That's what I mean. Um with the analysis nobody actually wants, but they don't mind listening to when it comes to the super draft. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Who drafted the best name? This is as much analysis as it warrants. Well, uh, in his uh, ni- uh, 2019 season at Northwestern, uh, he <laughs> he uh, led all teams with a high XG uh, rating of no. I, fuck that. I do, miss, I do miss. I do miss. I do miss the combine, not for watching them play, but for the combine team names. You missed the Pepsi Max Rangers yeah, like, or whatever like, they were like called. Team Ninja Force or whatever, you know, Team Ultra Max, you know, like it just kind of like either bad 80s movies, uh, bad energy drinks, or bad there was, names. I know there could have been a He Believes team. <laughs> All right. That's other good. MLS news. Um, MLS is going, you know, MLS teams going for that new coach smell. There's some new coaches to talk about. And, uh, oh, let's start with Miami Vice FC. Because it's hilarious. Yes, comedy. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I, well, I was going to say I can't believe it, but I could fully believe oh, yeah. that a team owned by David Beckham has yeah. chosen Phil Neville as their uh, next head coach. Are you going to coach Phil Neville? <sighs> yeah. Oh, nothing says uh, that nothing about that hire says more that I know a guy than this. Exactly. <laughs> like Nothing screams. I give jobs to my friends. Yeah. If this hire says anything, it says Andy Cole didn't pick up his phone fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. I just like I'm sort of giddy in anticipation of watching the shit show that I expect this to be. Um, and I will be sorely disappointed if it is not. I have it'll expectations. It'll be a complete shit show. It'll just be mediocre failure. But oh. you know, I don't. I don't think he's like completely fucking clueless. We want a oh. shit show. Well, yeah, me too. Show, shit, okay. show, shit, show, shit, show. We want his brother as the assistant. Duncan, you are a big fan of the shit show. Like, why, why, why are you taking this away from us? I do. I, mean, I hope that it happens, but it hasn't happened yet. And I, you know, also just. I don't think he's a complete fucking joke of a candidate who's never done anything. Well, he's not Gary Neville. No. <laughs> no, but who is? Other than Gary, Gary Neville. Neville. Yeah. Mm. That was right there. Or their father. Neville Neville. Neville? The Phil and Gary's dad's name is Neville Neville. It is, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Never, 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 never. That's a better one. That's a better. I like the Neville, Neville one, but that's that's uh, yeah. 
yeah, Phil Neville coming to come to Miami. That's the taste. Uh, amazing. It's just it's just he amazing. really he really speaks to the Latin vibes of Inter Miami <laughs> FC. I'm 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 actually quite amused. I'm I'm quite amused at the press release because they even went as far as throwing in Chris Henderson's sporting I, director. Like I was that, just gonna say, like, like that's the legit look, 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 we're legit. Chris Henderson's really in charge. Yeah. Yeah, like he's got he has got a bunch of caps for the U.S. national team. Like he's that that, that guy's a thing. He yeah, was never totally flashy, thing. but like, damn, should have like, been Gary let's... Neville. Then it could have been Gary and the Henderson. Well, but oh, oh but like Henderson uh-huh. unfortunately does bring you know the whole I've been with the Sounders for over a decade. Look what I've done there. Clout with him, right? So yeah, it totally is. Yeah. This is this is so much. Yeah, two lost of... MLS cups were failure. <laughs> oh, that's good. Maybe, maybe, um, maybe he'll win one one day. <laughs> oh, he's going back. He's going back to his Miami roots because he Ooh. played for the Fusion. Oh my God! Did he really? Oh. Yeah, I just, I just, I just got to the very bottom of the thing. Um, I just can't. But... I just can't wait to see Phil Neville and Pitbull hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Pitbull will show up for anything, so that's not that far fetched. Yeah. Oh, oh my God! I do want to see take Phil Neville in a you know, of very smart little three-piece you know waistcoat and this and that and what have you in Miami in July. Exactly yeah. melting. This will go well. This is going to be yeah. fantastic. No, this is what proper coaches wear. No, I'm not changing. What? Who is that? Why are there six of you? Yeah. Um, Listen, if he's like any Englishman who self-respecting Englishman in, in Florida. He'll walk around in shorts, flip-flops, and a Man United kit. Well, he's got two of those things, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he just needs some shorts. Um, so, yes, welcome to the... Oh, dear lords. Oh, it'll be fun, we hope. Um, next up, DC United finally has a coach after uh, Ben Olsen left, stepped down, was fired, whatever. Uh, so Hernan Losada, uh, former, very recently former uh, manager of Beershot, uh, comes to MLS after apparently DC United, well, they did an exhaustive search apparently. Um, but one of the interesting things to come out of some of the interviews I've seen about uh, their search was that a uh, new TFC coach who we'll talk about in a little bit, Chris Armas, was on DC United's list. <gasps> and he was and one of their and, first choices. And was rejected by them, I guess. Or did he reject them? Who knows? He rejected them. Did <gasps> he? Do we know oh, this? I know. Which way? Which way did it go? Anyway. Well, it sounds it sounds mm. like who it was sounds... jilted? Mm-hmm. <laughs> who didn't get a rose? Um, I hope I hope I hope Armas is the jilter, not the jilty, because that's embarrassing. It, yeah, no, United failed to come to terms with now Toronto FC head coach Chris Armas. We don't want their sloppy seconds. So it sounds it sounds like it sounds like maybe he rejected them. I don't know. Mm. Uh, so Hernan Lozada, who is again had, you know, a, really a fantastic run with Beershot, um, literally just sort of walked away from them. It's like, okay, you guys are it, mid, it, mid table. Very- it was a very good. short run with them. Uh, yeah, you know, a couple years. He did yeah. well while he was there, but you know. Well, you know, went transitioned from player to you know, 
decently successful manager. Yes, for a short time, year and a half, whatever, less than two years. Um, but, uh, and is now, uh, actually that was his second time. He's played for them before. Um, and is now, yes, now the new coach for DC United, young coach. So you'll hear this a lot this season. The youngest coach in MLS. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, is he 38? Yes. Mm. I know. Fuck, we're old. Looking <laughs> <laughs> like the old fuck, we're old. Again, that whole uh, Canadian Premier League thing about, oh, you know, all you said it under 21s and everything. It's all right. Did these minutes come for anyone who was born in the year 2000 or later? Like, <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, yeah. Like, just give me, just, 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 just yeah. get me a cane now. Okay. Mm. <laughs> you know? Just shoot me. <laughs> Um, Anyhow, sorry. No, no, that's Keep fine. Going. So it's okay. Had... We need new thing. We need new things for Patreon this year. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ten dollar level, you get to shoot Duncan because he's old. Here's here's, here's 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 the <laughs> carrot gun. Um, <laughs> yes. It's like a potato. Ooh, give us money to make a carrot gun. Mm-hmm. Um, Twenty five dollars, you get to choose which of the vocal minority podcasts you put down. You shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh, that's a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> you do have to keep doing it every month so you can't just, <laughs> you can't just yeah exactly shoot somebody and then leave but wait yeah. you, you mean we wouldn't have to do the show anymore <laughs> right that's the benefit <laughs> start recording your bits now mark you, you can piece them all together right recording my yeah bits? Like you got nothing yeah. fucking record do. your bits that's another that's another patri- patreon yes, uh, level yeah. No, that's our that's our yeah. only fans. That um, gonna, that, yeah, that, that that's that is definitely the fifty dollar level. And that's the, the booze yeah, that's, need that's, to drink too. Duncan will personalize record his go to, go to go to OnlyFans slash VMP. Will, um, yeah, but we'll do the entire podcast, but then basically we'll make it like our junk is doing the talking. Yeah, and make it look as if and you know just have the, the, the four cameras on our junk or whatever and just mm-hmm. match it up perfectly with the <laughs> actual recording of the podcast yeah and i think seriously i think i've just come up with something fucking gold i think you did podcast slash porn and yeah. well, like i said that's porn that's, 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 yeah there yeah, you go yeah. Yeah. um but not on pornhub because they don't pay us so uh again oh, only fans yeah. Mm, um, yeah yeah so Hernan Lozada is the new coach for DC United, um, and uh, you know, not not an MLS player ever uh, has. It is allowed. It I I know, but TFC. Since they they see these days, it seems to be like, oh, did you did you did you play in MLS? Did you what, what about you? Did you play? You play? Oh, hey, yeah. You want to get? We got a coaching job for you over here. So. Um, this is the yeah. second consecutive guy we've talked about who hasn't played in MLS. What are you talking about, Kristen? Well, the Miami Beckhams don't count. Um, oh. Anyway, I'm, ex- I'm very interested to see. Stop recording your does. bits and do some research. <laughs> <laughs> Me or Duncan? No, the research part is the gross part. I just wanted to yeah. be clear. Yeah, no, no one has time um, for that. Anyway, so it, it'll be interesting to see what he does and to see DC United in the post Ben Olsen era. So um Polston? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I put uh I put Vanny to LA Galaxy because Yeah, we know. We know. Um, oh what happened there? Sorry. So 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 shockingly, I know. 
everyone's very surprised by this, that uh, Greg Vanny, uh, in search of a project and, you know, post his, his, his long, you know, his, 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 his wonderful time with Toronto, decided mm. to shockingly, again, take over the coaching position for the LA Galaxy. Yeah, he needed a project. He wanted to go to a real grassroots team, you know, didn't have mm-hmm. big budget, you know, like really yeah. build something from the ground up. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I respect mm. him. <laughs> is any is everyone still angry about this? I feel like there were people. I'm just really nonplussed. Who cares? I, I don't yeah, care at all. He, he he served his time. He did his thing. He yeah. got like, his, he got a championship. Like, I, I think I yeah. I feel like I feel like he got out while the getting out was good. Yeah. So yes. Agreed. He, he's got he he's got a bunch of he's got a bunch of guys who are designated players who are on the downswing of their careers, and he's going to be the captain of that ship. As it, it's not gonna sink. It's just gonna stop moving. So, yeah. yet, yeah, like I don't blame him. And and at least with with you know a new coach and a you know a, a, a GM that's been was he was it last year, halfway through last year or not last last how long is uh, I like uh, Yes, how long has Harris been here? Two years, uh, two? at least two years. Sure. Yeah. No, like, not at least two years. It, less it, than two only, years. Only less or just two years. Yeah. Okay. So like, so not very long. If we're gonna be in the in the uh, in in the position of let's let's make this our own thing, I kind of feel like you need an if you got a new uh, GM, you need a new coach. So I, I feel like it would just be it'll be one of those it'll be one of those somebody's quitting and it's not going to be pretty situations and it'll be Vinny, obviously and he'll go oh i'm not still so angry like, that he's going to la i'm not so much angry that he left no don't get across he's in la like like i i feel like him going to la is honestly the best the best option in terms of we're we're only going to play them once every 2 years Ah, they're such a rival. So who cares? You know, but at the same time, yeah. But I don't like again. Go, go for it. If, if, yeah, if, go for it. If if you're if you're LA Galaxy and you've got cash to to spend on some designated players, you now have a guy who's got not only the resume to show that he can handle big money egos, but also get them to do something that leads them to silverware. So I'm surprised. I'm surprised that uh, it it took as long as it did. And I mean it probably wasn't even really all that long but well like yeah. where the, where all where all was he going to go la the fun, part, the fun part was the reaction of la galaxy fans when he was hired who were very much like uh some tfc sure. fans when he was hired here like who the, who the hell yeah, yeah. Well, i mean they know who but like they expected uh you know big euro name to come in yeah pretty much i think um I think it'll be interesting. I think, to, like you know, I think one of the unspoken things about him going to LA is that I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that he's getting a lot more say in player personnel. Sure. Um, than sure. Why not? What I mean, he was getting here or what he was going to get here, I mean, based he, on he was, stuff you he, hear in the background. He was kind of inheriting whatever Buzzbachenko put in front of him, right? So. Now. Well, the, yeah, but with Curtis and Manning, I think they wanted to take more. He even intimated it in a couple of, 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 of interviews that it was kind of, you know, was, stuff was out of my know, hands. I, I don't and... even know if it was that. It was just time. You know, oh, no, it was he, totally he had, time. Yeah, he had, taken, he had taken the team as far as 
you know, they could go currently. It, it's a bit of a rebuild. He's, yeah, by the time he'd re, they rebuild TFC again, it would be extra long. And Galaxy came along who he played for, and it's yeah. his home. So, I, I, I mean, honestly, if he if he had if he had bailed two seasons ago at the end of that mess, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have faulted him either. I wouldn't have faulted them. Faulted him then. He had nothing to prove. He still got the same result. The only difference is the following year, he did what nobody expected was get back to a final. Like, holy still shit. I understand it. It's the most like, I had no, ever. It still, it still doesn't logically. It make makes sense. no sense at all. But, and it never But will. like, if anything, that just kind of cemented, you know what? He's not, he's got to have something. Mm. He just took a team that went from being champions to not making the fucking playoffs anywhere close to it to nearly becoming champions again. That's a hell of a yo-yo. That is an emotional fucking roller coaster if you're on the team. So, yeah, like... I had no idea. He, he deserves a shot at the Glamour team. Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Like, is he going to have the same success? Doubt it. I doubt it because there was a lot of things going for Toronto that no MLS team has even come close to replicating, and that is getting somebody like a Javinko and then getting somebody like a Vasquez to go with somebody like a... Like, there were so many good things that kind of just came together. So mm-hmm. all power to him. He can't, he can't really lose at LA. Because he, if, he, if, they, if he doesn't get the talent in, he's going to go, well, they didn't open the, you know, how was I supposed to do what I did in Toronto without the same resources? Fair. Okay. I'm I think it's kind of going to be the other way around. I think, you know, you talk about, Oh, he's finally going to be in charge and he can build his team. You know, I feel like LA is all about let's just sign this fucking superstar. It's like, mm-hmm. we're going to bring Ibrahimovic in. Mm. No, Chicharito. I mean, do the coaches get to say, no, actually that wouldn't really work out for the for the, the team. I, is he going to have you know that ability to say, nope, if there's some superstar that fancies living in LA and he reaches out to them and the Galaxy ownership feel like, well, yeah, that'd sell a lot of fucking shirts. Let's do this. If Vanny says, no, that won't work for the team, are they going to listen to him? Or are they going to, nope, fuck you, this guy plays for us now, work it out. Mm. I, didn't yeah, know exactly. at I, his, I didn't know at his expo- uh, disposal he had uh, goalkeeper Jonathan Klinsman. Oh. Oh, yes. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, there you go. Well, Four appearances last year. Doesn't, doesn't this comedy get funnier? <laughs> Boy, he looks like his dad. Anyway. Anyway, um, good luck, Greg. But not too much because we actually kind of hate the team you're coaching now. So, except um, we only play you every what, what once every two once, seasons. Once so every two whatever. years. So well, yeah, Tony. In about four years, there's going to be so many teams we may never see them again. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I don't even know. If, I don't even know if I believe in them. Who? <laughs> what? Um, oh man, this wow! Shockingly, this is a long show. Okay. Um, one other thing before we leave MLS. Not if, and- not if we end it now. Yeah. That there's is, nothing else to talk about we're done yeah is that um we we say this time and again and that is that our bastard proofing service is free uh, no 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 it's it's not free but it's, it's available not, it's, super it's, affordable it's, it's not it, it's basically free and and what these clubs yeah, we just want merch pay their marketing departments it's basically free yeah um and so we're looking at you montreal this time, this time we're looking at you, <laughs> Montreal. Don't speak for all of us here. You like the Montreal rebrand? I like it better. Oh, you really okay. didn't like the okay. impact stuff, did you? 
No, I've made that clear on many shows. I know you have. But... Do you listen to the show? <laughs> I, I just tune you out. Mm. Um, I, I assume you're disagreeing with me and I just go forward. So um, my, I, I don't dislike it as much as I think everybody, although the team, anyway. Um, my problem with the badge is how dark it is. It's an incredibly dull badge and a very sort of like, it, it's, it's a bit boring. I see more snowflake than Cat's anus. I gotta say, sorry, cat butt people. I know you're really leaning heavily on this. Um, I just find it very dark. And so very, I don't even notice it really. So I don't, I, this is to me, this isn't something that's gonna grab anybody's eye. Um, and uh, the, the, the intense um, video uh, presentation was was hilarious. Anyway, someone else go. Uh, agreed on the snowflake uh, rather than an house thing. It's, it seems similar to a lot of other like logos that are out there. I mean, the the red hot chili peppers is one that I put out there. There's oh yeah, a that few is, others that, is that uh, say oh yeah, that whole just it, it's a very familiar looking logo. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I don't get the whole cat's ass thing. And with regards to that, why a cat's ass specifically? Yeah, it could be a badger. Yeah, it could be a dog's ass, could be a human's ass, could be a badger's ass. What what is it? Oh, cat's Um, ass. Okay, so as somebody who's looked at a few badger's asses, I can say that. (laughs) Of course, I'm on the show with a badger anus expert. Well, you know how long I've been trying to get this into the show. It's really speak to my strengths. It could be the uh, piece of the, the wet cheese you tie on the top and, you know, keep it on theme with Montreal. You know, when you tie the cheese on the top of the big wet ball and it sort of looks like a little tight little anus. A little, little, little starburst. Yeah. There you go. So, all right. So here, here's, so I agree with, I, I completely agree with Kristen about the badge is too dark. Um, I, 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 I was never super crazy with the, the, like the color of blue going with the black. It just, mm. it's just dark. And then it's like a dim royal blue. You had a chance to kind of, I don't know, do anything else with it. Just change the tint a little bit, brighten it. Yeah, I, it it doesn't matter. It would make a world given, of difference. Given that you were going with a snowflake, was like a light blue out of the question. And I'm not talking about a New York City version, but just any other shade. Like it's still or an the accident. blue they had before. Yeah, why not no, just bring that forward? There's this the is simple, the, the simple the thing to do would have been to inverse the black and the blue. Would have been a much better badge, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but the blue border represents the rivers that surround the island, Mark. Or we yeah, can Mark. have the blue in the center represent, I don't know, the rivers again. Like, it doesn't matter. It's just stupid <laughs> bullshit involving a, a, an infographic, no matter how many ways you cut it. Mm. Um, uh, the font that they chose, um, I guess they didn't want to pay for a, for a real <laughs> font, so they went with whatever that is. Um, I... I, I, I kind of dig the snowflake. I just, I'm looking at it on the- I just don't uh, like the execution of it, that's all. On the MLS site, how they have the, all the stupid little baby uh, uh, small versions of the badges, it looks like, oh shit, Faith No More plays in this league. And if you know Faith No More and their original logo, the, it's 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 like, you'll see it they and go, it. okay, you know what? Faith No More Baby does play in Major League Soccer, which would make the league immensely cooler, but they don't. Um, Club de foot. Uh, now, I, as, as somebody who knows a, a couple French football club names, you know, one or two, um, 
I don't know many clubs that go with CF or Club de Foot at the beginning of their name. There is, uh, just as I was Googling this, I put in like Club de Foot. The first thing that it brought up was Club de Foot Paris. Okay, name a second one. Go for it. I don't... My point is, is that it's not, it's not common. That's, that's the only point I was making. I they wish were, they would have gone they're, with They're literally the foot, second like football club on the entire French pantheon that calls themselves Club de Foot anything. And they're also probably the newest on that list as well. So like, it's, it's kind of a, it's like, I, I'm whatever. Sure. I mean, I'm sure you could have went any number of other ways, but I know there was the one suggestion of, you know, uh, AS Montreal Association Sportif, which is a quite a common uh, uh, prefix to a name that shows up in a crap ton of Ligue 1, Ligue 2 uh, 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 club names. So whatever. Um, Bastard proofing would not have cost you that much. And yeah. also too, like maybe, I don't know, you don't have to ask all the ultras, pick two. Like just ask somebody who's a season's ticket holder. Like not one of the ones who pays a lot of money for it, but one of the ones who actually will go out and buy the merch, wave your flag, maybe get it tattooed on their body somewhere and ask them, hey, what the fuck do you think? I know you're never going to make anybody happy with this, but this just seems like... You had a you had a really good chance to to I don't want to say right wrongs. You, I've seen the arguments for keeping the impact name, and they're valid. They they are as much as I think the name is. I thought the name was shit when it came out in what 1993. Whenever the first version of the impact appeared back in the A League, I still think it's a crappy name now. But if you survived 20 some odd years, I kind of got to let you have it. Um, but. I think we're going to be back here again next year, much like the Chicago Fire, as they I, look to reverse this. That's this, not, it's, it ain't bad. The like main, that. What, the, you think the, they're going to go back to impact? The big thing, the big difference oh, between know, but... the, the big difference between the Fire logo and this one is that this one actually makes a decent argument that it makes oh, the sense. the Fire logo is so bad. Like, like, there's a bunch of M's. Okay, yeah, that's the name of the city. Sure. I don't think there's a C or an F anywhere in those two weird fucking fire mountain water reflection stupid bullshit that the that the Chicago Fire have or whatever they were trying to convince us that it was supposed to represent. It was really bad. So like it's I don't I think Chicago Fire is just insanely epically bad misstep. This just is Mass. a shrug. This is okay. this is this is uh, sporting Kansas City. Maybe we Fair. get used to it. It's fine. So. Look, I think Club to Foot describes a range of abnormalities, usually present at birth, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in which your baby's foot is twisted out of shape or position. Mm-hmm. But oh. would you get off Wikipedia? Oh, please. And maybe sorry, mm-hmm. sorry. Maybe, maybe. Oh, sorry, WebMD. Sabian's got a stake in this now. You know, they want to promote their old song. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's what it is. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I kind of like going to the French. Never go Club to Football. What about Club to Foot? I, you're just leaving yourself wide open to. Club front jokes. Yeah, I, I mean it's it's it's, I, I, it's a bilingual city. Ask the other half what that might mean. <laughs> it's not but that it's, hard. It's, it's, it's really not even. Not it's hard. not really a bilingual league. Ask the rest of the league. Yeah. Um, what I'm saying well, is they fault. didn't really have to go yeah. far to get somebody to go. Um, you know that this sounds dumb. Like it's I don't know. It's so like I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand doing it. I feel like they really tone deaf execution um, as long as club to super sex is still open it's all exactly okay. that's oh, they, all that matters usl3 son 
<laughs> that's a that's a kit. Yes, it is. Well, or lack of. Time for some TSC talk. I know you're all really excited about this. Uh, yes, it's the last know, part of the one, show. One quarter of the panel is. Um, so TFC one, news has been a little quarter. light on the ground. This. Uh, oh, hold up! Hold up! Hold up! One you're quarter not, of the show is excited. I seem to be the only one that cares. It's Kristen. Oh, sorry, okay. Marcus. Okay, half of us care. I don't know. I, 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 I was the one who was advocating for this. To, that is true. To, to, to that is true, Duncan. Front, I apologize. You were. Something important did actually happen. You were indeed. But, you know, hey, huh? It's true. I also live um, in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, for an off season that we sort of expected would be full of drama, um, and again, the MLS off season is by nowhere near is over. TFC news has been a little. It's been mostly quiet. And then the announcement of a new head coach. Woo! Um, it, it, it took the internet by storm. Yes. Mm-hmm. For, I don't know. Well, it was, so I had a, an umbrella. I wouldn't call it a storm. Like a drizzle, maybe? I don't, I don't yeah, even know if I had but, to But like a good like like half hour drizzle. <laughs> true, true. If I didn't have a hood, I probably would have caught a cold. Oh, yeah. You'd, you'd, you'd at least be slightly damp. Yes. Oh, that's the worst totally the worst um so tfc finally have a new coach and it is uh chris armis pause for recognition pause um, for excitement yeah it's uh it's it is it is the it is so dis- it's disappointing in its madness um when we heard that he was being you know talked about and interviewed it was like really him like eh, he was all right with the red bulls i guess um and that's i feel like that's a lot of you know didn't he just get fired from that job um it you know he comes again he's one of those ones that comes with mls pedigree right like he played in mls and now he's coaching mls and he's he's friends with people in mls and, you know, we've got, uh, not, so he has connections to uh, Bill Manning, Ali Curtis, and Michael Bradley. So the, the three most important people for Toronto. Oh, good. I thought I, for a second, I was worried it was cronyism. <laughs> oh, don't be ridiculous. Um, you Are know, they all members and, of the hair club I'm, for I'm, men? I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad we can put your... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. It's some kind of... It's some kind of we are a very bold team. We are boldissimo. Oh, really? oh, I we know. The, it is, it is getting bold. out of control. Wait for Wait for it. Yeah, we're, we're, we're boldissimo. Yes, we're the boldissimos. <laughs> yes. Oh, amazing. We finally have an Italian nickname. <laughs> work i mean he did all right but he the first season he took over after new york that ended well and yeah i feel like new york when did he take over like halfway right yeah 
yeah. after Jesse Marsh left. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it might work out. I mean, the, the one thing you, know, you can't help but see just fans of New York, we're just like, huh, really? Okay. And then, yeah, I feel like there's other people I've seen, like DC, were looking for a coach, and I feel like they were, oh, well, fuck, thank God he's off the table, so we don't end up with him. So, you know, reaction around the rest of the league suggests it isn't something we should be excited about, but, yeah, it might work, I don't know. I Like, for me, I feel like they took, they took the safe way out, um, and... Yes. And, I think and, this yeah, is like, safer than I think it's safer than safe. Ben Olsen was the safe one. <laughs> this is this is yeah, this is really safe. Um again, yeah, all those connections, right? So he's he played with Bill Manning. Hilarious. A, what a Brooklyn Italians? Or whatever they're called. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, that's yeah. the team. No, yeah. they they no, they both played for Puerto Rico. The country? Or the state yeah, Islanders? Yeah. Oh. Um, Bill, Man- Bill Manning played for Puerto Rico Islanders. No, like, hold on. Um, they both uh, the Rough Riders in USL. Um, Rough Riders. They, hold on. Let me pull this back up again. Uh, Long Island Rough Riders. Drop. Uh, all right. God damn it. Sorry, I just figured out what Tony was about to do. No, 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 no. They both played, <laughs> listen to me, they both played for the Puerto Rican national team. Oh, really? Bill Manning, that famous Puerto Rican? Yes. Chris Armas, that famous Puerto Rican well, from does... New York City, New York. Okay, but he might have Puerto But Bill Manning, to me, doesn't like shout Puerto Rican heritage. Well, I, He's uh... Puerto Rican. He seems it. I don't know what that means. I just wanted to throw that in. It's the only national team he played for. Well, yeah, that's kind of... Well, no, no, because Chris, Chris Armas did... No, he's not, Chris he... Armas played for the U.S. national team as well. He did, I guess, a one-time switch. Oh. Um, he did an IO. But, uh, yeah, so... Um, wacky. Wacky, but wacky. Yeah, to take take that for bizarre connections um, that they both played for Puerto Rico. Um, in fact, he played for the national team. Bill Manning did during the '94 World Cup qualifying. Right. Um, and Armis was there at the same time. So there right. you go. There's, 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 there's connection number one. I, I, I never, I, I never thought of Latino Bill Manning, but hey. <laughs> no. Well, the things, the things he's, you learn. He's Italian and Puerto Rican. <laughs> all at the same time. Um, but yeah, they uh, and then yeah, so. Um, Manning, you know, who was at, you know, played in Long Island. Uh, Armis was there as well, I guess. Um, and then Manning became the GM. Anyways, and then, of course, the connection to Michael Bradley through his dad at the Chicago Fire. And then, of course, Allie Curtis with Armis at uh, the Energy Drinks. So well, let's hope he has a nephew because then it would all come It'll full all make sense. And so. The other thing, and we, you know, we started, was talking about this with 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 Greg Vanny, um, you know, leaving maybe so he has a little more choice. Uh, if you watched even Armis's introduction interview Zoom video thing, and if you've read any okay. interviews since then, they've made it very clear that Manning and Curtis are the ones in charge of of players. Armis is just there to coach. Um, 
Okay. Like that's, you know, maybe not quite that harshly the way they put it, but it's, that's pretty much the, the, from the looks of it, the understanding, you know, that is the, you know, this is our team and uh, we're bringing you in to coach it. Well, that sounds like a recipe for recipes. Mm. <laughs> um, and that's, so yeah, so we have kind of an underwhelming, not very exciting, but again, someone who uh, it pains me to say, you know, at least understands MLS. Um, coming yeah, in. But he has a, a reputation for, for playing the kids. Isn't that something we've, we've regularly Absolutely. championed? You are correct. Yes. But does he play Canadian kids? Ah. Huh? <laughs> where's his, his, uh, yeah, where's his loyalty lie? lie? That's um, a good question. That is improving as of yet. Team full of Puerto Ricans. Yeah. That, that would Marco be something, though. If, if that's, yes. you know, something that Curtis really does want to get back to in terms of academy development, because that's something that, you know, was always touted and championed at Red Bulls. Um, but also, yeah, it, you know, if, if Armas has, a, has an eye to that and they're in agreement on that, then that can be something really beneficial going forward for the, the young players already on the team, but coming up through the program as well. So yeah, there's, there is, there is potential here. It's not like it's the worst possible choice. It's not like it's Phil Neville or something, um, but Burn. it's- Well, um, it, it, well I mean- You think Phil you, Neville's you, a better you, choice than Chris Arms? For comedy chaos, yeah. Oh, for comedy chaos, sure. For this podcast, yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it just, it feels, like I said, I, it, I'm very meh about the whole thing. And, uh, it's not because I'm like, oh, you'll never replace Greg Fanny. I'm just like, oh, you got a new coach. All right. I mean, I mean, I guess he looks like Jason Kidd. There's that. What? That's always important. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like Jason Kidd. I guess. Depends on the picture, really. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, that's true. I, I hadn't, I hadn't considered that. Um, and yeah, so now, so we've got a coach that has lots of connections to the team. So, like, you know, familiarity, yay, and he knows the team. Michael Bradley's super excited and all that. Sure stuff. is. He's in charge. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but now, so really, though, you know, like. Manning and Curtis are really in charge. Is is this a good thing? Are we are we, are we excited by this? Like a hierarchy a hierarchy can be a good thing to have. Yeah, it can Clearly be good. Defined but... roles. Mm. Well, yeah, it can be. It can, it can be good in training. The person below him has hired the person below him, and then they they know what they're supposed to do. This can be good. Yeah, it's good to have levels because then if something goes tits up, you know, and you don't. You haven't put all your eggs in one basket, that kind of, you know, we've seen a lot of clubs who've had that kind of one man show and when he leaves, and and it's a, it, takes apart, for, yeah. it takes forever to rebuild. Yeah. So there's that, but eh, I don't know. That's my we're two ready cents. For the, we're ready for the Bill Manning, Ali Curtis era. Officially. Aren't we already in it? Well, yeah, but this is, I think, I think this is it. This is like, the this official is, beginning this of it. Yeah. The last part oh, of, okay. the, of the, of the, Short of a short of the uh, beginning purge and replacement of players, that would that's the last step. But I mean, so Mark Hinckley is saying Greg Vanny was getting in the way of the Manning Alley 
triumphant takeover. Yes. Yeah, totally. yes. That, that meddling Vanny. Yes. Yes, and he would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling kids. <laughs> for, if it wasn't for Eric Zavala. <laughs> Liam Fraser was all set to be the fucking, Aww. you know, like play every single minute of every single game and lead the team to like to a quadruple. Like all the trophies. But Tell that to 39 year old Michael Bradley. Yes. <laughs> I'm still playing. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, we still don't. Uh, we'll talk more about uh, the MLS season um, when it might start. Uh, collective bargaining stuff and everything next year. Next next year. Next week. Um, feel it's going to feel like next year because you know lockdown and stuff. But um, yeah, well, hopefully we'll get some news on on some signings or some players or something soon. Of course, they have the big super draft to get through first, so we can't do anything before that. No. Spears, um, Bush, and Ketchup. And, and Ketchup. Ita. Ita. Um, and, 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 and Danny Trejo. Mm. Um, so speaking of coaching within TFC and, and LA, uh, Jason Bent. So Jason Bent, who is uh, you know, a coach that I have talked about a lot and have been disappointed in TFC for not even interviewing him um, or considering him for the head coach position considering and like he has to do something right because he has survived every regime at TFC he has been with the club since 2008 you have to be doing something right to manage maybe every time way every every time they call like a, that. every time they call an important team meeting he just doesn't show up <laughs> <laughs> we wanted um, to fire him but he wasn't there he knows which basement the Gambians are buried in. Clearly, yep. <laughs> like clearly. Um, so there's a there was a little rumor uh, out there on the Twitter. So I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen any more mention of it. I've been looking uh, that he actually might leave TFC and go to LA to join Vanny. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, hey, if he Wouldn't... sees it as a better pathway to a possible, you know, possible something turn in his career, but. But it's just Mark. interesting that this is the potentially the thing that gets, I don't know. Maybe, maybe oh, just maybe, who knows? Maybe their relationship was, he had a better relationship with Vanny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Vanny gave him it's, more of a chance than anyone else, really. So. Oh, true. Is, is Armas bringing his own uh, assistance and what have you? Right? Yes, yeah, is, is, is there a Sammy Lee to Chris Armas's Sam Allardyce? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> Although, right, we could awesome. have had, although we could have had Sam Allardyce if we just put our minds to it. Yes, he was available. Um, and then speaking Serious of... Like ambition and you know, imagination. We wouldn't have got relegated, I promise you that. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, and then speaking of joining Greg Vanny in LA, the, the best rumor, um, just for comedy uh, shitstorm, um, from the Twitter... LA Galaxy rumors. Sebastian Javinko. How did they put that rumor together? I wonder. I have no idea. I, I, the the levels of investigative but, reporting. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They just, they just didn't know how to spell Josie. WikiLeaks level of <laughs> just spectacular stuff. But oh my god, like where would that fall on the rage scale for TFC fandom? Oh man. Oh, okay. it would have been it would be storming the like head in, office like in yeah. flames. Yeah. Like like I yeah. feel like I feel like TFC Live there, Twitter there, would just 
TFC Patriots, TFC Patriots yeah. uh, crashing the doors on Bay Street. Yes, yes, they would be. <laughs> like I don't see it happening in any way, shape, or form, but hilarious. No. Although you know what the sound of a jet ski makes. It's true. It's true. I'm. I'm. I'm actually. I would be. I would be looking forward to the. Uh, the amount of rage that this would generate just because it's like i just want to know it's there and i also want people to kind of out themselves it's like it's like assholes with mega hats it's like i'm glad that they gave themselves a uniform so easily identify who truly is fucking stupid so please sign them i just want to i want to know con- like convincingly it's like oh no yeah 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 yo yeah fucking jamaica la what a what a what a sellout you're an idiot like, it'd be hilarious like just go just do it sign them sign them please and besides we all know seba chases the money so yeah it's i mean no. <laughs> when, when has he ever chased the money i mean he does it for the love of the game certainly not when he came to toronto no no it was, it was for club loyalty that was that was that, was that was so he could walk around the city unnoticed mm, this is boy for team. the love of the game i mean he probably could because <laughs> it's Toronto and, <laughs> and there's only about 20 some odd thousand people who care and maybe only 6,000 who can identify him. Also, he's three apples high, so, you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, nooks yeah. and crannies. He only, he only, yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, so, so, so keep an eye on that rumor. It's not I'd almost happen, like it. It would, be, it would be hilarious. Oh, it would be so hilarious. I, yeah, I, 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 mm-hmm. I would love for that to happen, honestly. Fingers crossed, everyone. Okay. Him and Chicharito um, in a malaise off. Oh my god! No. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the huffing and puffing at one another in disgust yeah. on the pitch. Oh my god! Oh, the flapping arms would be enough to power the uh, stadium there. <laughs> That's how they make it green. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. One last thing before we leave, I have a very important question to ask you, gentlemen, uh, to close out the show. Uh, if you dear listeners as well if you've been on uh the twitters um presuming you have and pay any attention to people that retweet football things and soccer things they've seen strange picture making the rounds one jacked up fernando torres like holy fuck um i don't understand so my question to you is what post footy career is this for wrestling? Um, I, I would I would pop for like fucking Orville Redenbacher if he showed they're, up they're at gonna, fucking Royal Rumble. In yeah, three sort weeks. of b- bring bring back the big Two boss weeks. man with him <laughs> and the Twin Towers. Um, oh, I don't know his name, but I, mm, yeah. Mm, mm. Uh, but yeah, the one one man gang, the one man or Hakeem the African Dream. That's right. Yeah, Hakeem the African Gang. Sure. Yes. Hakeem the African Gang. Yeah, because he was. <laughs> um, I, I two, like, Sorry, go ahead. I was just to say his career. It's a two part career. Working on okay. his lats and jamming to Tiesto. <laughs> and forgetting leg day. <laughs> um, yeah he he uh, i mean i know he's like rip but he absolutely looks like the um the assistant manager of the car audio department of your local best buy oh yeah and uh he, he's 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 trying he's 
he knows, he knows between his physique and the way he goes, you want more bass? Is that, <laughs> it's gonna, that's what's going to make him, that's what's going to make him employee of the month again. Mm-hmm. To me, I'm seeing low level uh, enforcer um, for, for petty gambling debts. Mm-hmm. No, petty he's not the guy debts. that's going to do serious damage, but he feels in his head that he's the guy that's going to do serious damage. But really, he's just sort of meant to be vaguely menacing. But he's not that menacing. So, you know, he'll be, he's, he's he'll collecting be in the, 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 the shit debts. He'll be in the latest, like, straight-to-streaming sequel of The Dependables. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. All right. Lo- Lorenzo Lamas. Louis Gossett Jr. <laughs> and uh, who else? Who else would be in the, the, in the knockoff Dependables? I don't know. It'll be good, though. The football version of the Pentacles? No, not necessarily. A mixture. Okay. Um, so let us some know. Mix, let some us mixed know. martial artists you've never heard of. Oh yeah, guy. He's got. He's been on. He's been on like UFC cards, but he's got two yeah. wins and eight losses. Yeah. Yeah. But he's, he's been making. He's making this break into acting. He so. he yeah. he was most famous in that in that MMA career. He was most famous for uh, his uh, knockout of the night, where he was the one knocked out. Yeah. Uh, let us know uh, your Junior's thoughts. Junior's got to be looking for, for opportunities at this point. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that bro energy. Totes. All right. That is our shockingly very long first show of 2021. Thanks That'll for take you through us. June, everybody. Back in the saddle, <laughs> um, please join us next week as we look back in anticipation of comedy draft names. Um, see if anything else is, has happened uh, in the land of TFC. Uh, catch up, wrap up the- uh, Catch up on catch up. Catch up on yes. catch up. Wrap up the men's camp in Florida and- That's a podcast I can get behind. Whatever else is happening in the world of footy that we feel like talking about. I have been joined by the entire Vocal Minority Podcast panel uh, out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello. To be found in the Twitterverse at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. New year, new us. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, on the tweet machine at Kitnerd Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you, everybody, for your continued support on Patreon, even while we were dark. Uh, uh, we'll be, you know, resuming the usual service of Malarkey from here on in. Joe Biden, I. I Malarkey's not allowed anymore, Mark. We're, we're going to be blacklisted. Yes. Good. Um, I, I don't oh, understand yes. how your Twitter account hasn't been shut down yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you to uh, new Patreon patrons. Uh, we really appreciate you coming yes. on board you get, you uh, through the holidays. Good luck okay. shooting uh, whichever one of us you choose. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'll get the I'll get those new I'll get those new uh, member benefits up uh, sometime this week. Yeah. Um, Re- recording our bits as we speak. <laughs> yes. Uh, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Kristen Knowles, and until next weekend, uh, get used to it.
for Gundes.